0: Welcome back to the Spirit of Inquiry podcast. I'm Susie Hewlett. This is episode two, The Power of Thought. Last time, I introduced the inverted triangle as a representation of what I'm sharing, which is to look more deeply at our experience of life right here, right now. We could say that we drop out of the head and more deeply into the heart when we look in this direction. What I really mean by this is we drop out of our personal thinking or we allow our usually busy mind to quieten down so we have more clarity and peace of mind in the moment. When this happens we are more present and allow space for wisdom, resilience and resourcefulness to rise. In the UK there's concern regarding increasing knife crime which is incredibly serious. Knives however are not a weapon, they are a tool being misused as a weapon. The real root issue is less visible And that's the seriously covered up or distorted mental health of the people using knives as weapons. Looking at that and how we can help people to not want to use any tool as a weapon is the deeper true matter at hand and would be a good place to put some attention and help. This would be dropping to the heart of the matter, away from the stuff of the mind, like tighter restrictions on being able to purchase a knife. And would help to pervasively improve safety and contentment and be truly preventative. I share this simply as a timely example of looking with curiosity towards what's deeper and less visible than the more obvious or apparent first look at a situation and any action designed to help. Back to our inquiry into our experience of life Thought is invisible. And we don't always appreciate the power of thought, but it's so helpful to explore this a little. Have you ever seen a film with a friend and afterwards discovered that whilst you loved it, your friend was disappointed and had an opposing view? This perfectly illustrates that how we perceive the world is always entirely personal and based on our entire inherited and lived experience to date and our state of mind in the moment. It operates this way for everyone, moment to moment, and since it's entirely personal, we can never see the world exactly as anyone else does. Even our little kids who are with us most of the time, or even as a twin. It's as if all approximately 8 billion of us have different and uniquely coloured glasses on, so we see everything through our own tinted lens. If we appreciate that others will always see the world differently from us through their own lens, we can be more understanding and tolerant. Sydney Banks said, Your thoughts are like the artist's brush. They create a personal picture of the reality you live in. Looking at thought this way is so helpful and self-empowering because we only ever feel life from the inside out. For example, if we're having a conversation, I hear your voice through my ears and it's interpreted in my brain, i.e. in me. We don't actually need outside circumstances to change. We change how we feel from the inside by shifting perspective through exploring and seeing differently. And we can only ever work on ourselves. Others can equally only change from their inside out, so there's less for us to do or feel responsible for. This has implications for all areas of life, including work and all relationships, so it's really worth considering. What's most helpful is self-awareness in the moment. Our feelings can guide us moment by moment. They are a barometer or a signal we can learn or relearn to listen to. If we ever feel uncomfortable or not good, we can pause to return to the present moment and what is now. We are designed to cope in the moment so pausing and remembering this resets us and we can get back into balance of the present moment. After the pause we can focus our attention on the next step knowing that this is the only time we can ever act. Life is lived one step at a time and that's much easier to handle. Hopefully you can see the inside out nature of our experience But something that is also useful is seeing the changing nature of life. Life flows and things happen moment to moment. Thoughts and feelings come and go too. I saw a quote recently that said, Stop trying to calm the storm, calm yourself, the storm will pass. If there's bad weather when you'd planned an outdoor event, whilst you might feel disappointed or upset, you wouldn't try and change the weather. Well, consider that thoughts and feelings are like clouds or energy coming and going of their own accord. So holding on to an otherwise transitory thought by giving it our attention feeds that thought and makes it sticky. When my mum was at her end of life, I noticed that thoughts about missing her or missing out on more time together distracted me and I didn't feel so good. When I dropped into thoughts of how lucky we were to have had such a great relationship, that really helped me to feel better and full of love and even peace, even though she was still dying. Same situation, different felt experience. Thought was the only thing that changed, and more specifically, the direction of thought dropping from head to heart towards the point of the inverted triangle. I moved from thinking about what I didn't want to happen next, which I wouldn't be able to control or stop, to thinking, how can I help my mum through this experience? Let's consider some other examples. Anxiety is often focused on the future and worries about the what-ifs. For example, what if I feel stressed giving a presentation tomorrow, or at a social event next weekend, or when taking a flight next month. This is thought in action, using our imagination, thoughts, and creating a made-up future, which we are worrying about now. We never know what will happen in advance, we just think we do. If we can really see this, anxiety can start to loosen its grip, because we're worrying about something that is created in the mind by thought. I'm not saying the presentation, the social event or the flight won't happen, but I am saying they are not happening now. How about using this creative power to imagine and express creatively and wholeheartedly in the world instead? If the next moment is unknown, it's full of potential. My tip is to stay curious and see if you notice this, and most helpfully perhaps, to notice how you feel. And if you don't feel good, either slow down, pause, breathe slowly and return to the present moment and just the very next step in front of you. Or, if this feels uncomfortable, you can zoom out your attention instead to get perspective and a bird's eye view of what's going on right now. For example, you are just one of many people in a room sitting and listening, like my son in his assembly or trying to get the perfect balance in a yoga class. If we zoom out like this, we can see the bigger picture and our safety or okayness with things just as they are. Our system works perfectly well. Mental health and well-being are our natural state. They are just covered up when we misunderstand the use and power of thought. Our personal thinking clouds our natural state, like storm clouds covering the sun, which is still there, even if we can't see it. Our mental health and well-being is like the clear, sunny sky before the personal thought clouds or changing mental weather cover them up. Thought, being invisible, can be misunderstood and taken overly seriously or misused as a weapon contrary to its design, like the knife example earlier. Being aware and using how we feel to wake us up to the direction we're facing or paying most attention to, and dropping from our head to our heart can really help anyone with anything. Understanding the power of thought and how it shapes our reality can help us all to live more freely and consciously, able to help settle ourselves and therefore project a better feeling or way of being out into the world, creating a ripple effect. It starts with each of us,